beautiful downtown River West. This is River West Radio on WXRW LP Milwaukee, broadcasting on 104.1 FM to the River West neighborhood. And uh, you're listening to The Pixel Report. It's a show where we play uh, real old video games and then talk about them. Come on the radio and talk about them. It's a beautiful day, Sunday, October 29th. Uh, two days to Halloween, right? Who's excited for Halloween? <laughs> yeah, it's going to be awesome. Uh, yeah, we didn't really pick like a Halloween-appropriate game, though, did we? No, we didn't, Alex. That was a missed opportunity, Alex. Sorry. <laughs> uh, but what game did we pick? Because we did pick a game. We picked Another World or Out of This World if you live in North America. That's right. It's uh, had a couple different names. Yeah, because there was a TV show around the same time this game was released that had the same name, the game one in the spotlight yeah uh, but another world it was it was 1991 uh-huh. on the Amiga 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 I don't know and the Atari I think it's Amiga and later it was distributed to pretty much every platform there was yeah there was remastered yeah there's a uh, yeah there are actually like a couple different uh, remasters of this game I think they came out with a, a 15th anniversary edition and then there was like more recently, uh, there was a 20th anniversary edition. So people must like it, mm, yeah. right? I think so. It's highly regarded. I always wanted to play it. So yeah, that's why I picked it. I, I didn't care if it was not Halloween or not. <laughs> okay, that's fair. I mean, I don't know. You could you could construe some kind of Halloween connection out of it, maybe. It was kind of the intro cinematic was kind it's, of spooky. It's a little spooky. Um, so yeah, this is a, do you, do you have anything down about the developer or no? Yeah, a little bit. All right. Who developed it? Uh, Delphine Studios, but pretty much it was just this one guy. Yeah, that one guy. Frenchman, Eric Chahi, or Eric Chahi. He's a Frenchman. That sounds right. The Frenchman, yeah. French accent. Um, and yeah, he, he basically programmed the game all himself and did the art, designed it, the art, came up with his own like animation sequencer and yeah, and put a lot of work into it. I'm sure, I'm sure he did. Yeah, definitely. Um, and I, oh, public, the, no, go ahead. Yeah, Delphine Studios, uh, they went on not to do, they didn't really do too much. They did Moto Racer, there's a few Moto okay. Racer games, I guess, if anyone knows that, and then uh, also Shaq Fu. Oh yeah, Shaq Fu. <laughs> What's that? That's the only other game I knew. I never heard of that. What is that? It's like Shaquille O'Neal video game. Oh, sick basketball player. I love sports games. It's yeah. It's like get, a funny it's game because it's so bad or something. We can get more sports games on this show. Yeah. A lot of them. You guys want to do a series? We'll start it. Can we do another show where we just play every Madden game? Yeah. We just play it like through them each week, every single one. Sure. That'd be cool. Uh, yeah, I think the only thing he didn't do is the music. Yeah, he had a friend do that. Oh, did he do the music? <laughs> no, no, his friend did it. His friend. You know, it wasn't a... I watched a video on it. Oh, did you? Yeah. Well, he, why don't you tell us about it? Well, I was just, he and his friend, they're both these French dudes. And they're like, I don't know. It wasn't that interesting. Okay. <laughs> it was just cool. like, I found out he was making games for money. And then he was like, I'll do the soundtrack. Uh, I don't remember what it even sounded like. 
Yeah, it's pretty. It's pretty middle of the road. Not notable. And it was funny. <laughs> it was funny watching the video because the guy was like, "I wanted to focus more on feeling." Yeah. How the it felt. How does it feel to play this game? The, I read that the uh, publishers really wanted to change the music, but they were so adamant about keeping the original soundtrack in that they were even gonna like bring them to court, and uh, they um totally they weren't allowed to change. The to be honest with you, this game was published by Interplay. And I would probably trust anything Interplay says over what these guys were saying. No, they're art- artists. Because Interplay published, like, Baldur's Gate and Earthworm Jim and the original Fallout games and the Icewind Dale series. Wow. Shack and Wasteland Fu, and, like, a ton of great computer role-playing games. I don't know why they published this game, but they did. Uh, <laughs> Shaq Fu. <laughs> this game was groundbreaking. Um, why? Why do you, th- why do you say that? Because of the insane graphics. Okay, yeah, so this game had some pretty uh, good graphics, right? It's pretty nice it pixel art. It looks awesome. Yeah. yeah. And uh, the animations are all really nice. Most of the time you can tell what's going on. and uh, Most of the time. It's, yeah. I think those remastered versions were, like, a lot sharper, obviously. Oh, yeah. Um, I was, like, looking at some of those. And they're, like, sharper, but it's also weird because there's, like, almost too much fidelity for how like I, I don't know how to describe it the resolution is too is too high for how much fidelity there actually is in the yeah in the well, objects and stuff it, it so seems it, like a lot of the stuff was designed boxily like uh, yeah definitely because it's constrained to pixels and then yeah if you're just blowing up pixels um it's... yeah it's a super impressive looking game like it had a really cohesive art style and like an actual color palette you could tell they like chose what colors they wanted to use and stuff like that. And there's definitely some art, like just to the way it looks. Yeah, I think it felt a lot like a animated short, yeah, or movie or whatever. And that's got to be what they're going for with like the opening cinematic and the various cinematic elements of the game. Yeah, I think that's kind of what the the whole project was about. Was he just kind of wanted to push the boundaries of like fidelity and make it seem more like an interactive movie? Maybe. And that, that is what it felt like. Yeah. Sure did. Uh, <laughs> so I think, uh, I don't know. I liked the way this game looked, I guess. That was, yeah, me too. I, I thought I thought that the sounds were pretty cool while the music was kind of whatever the like sounds of stuff was pretty neat. There were Some of the voice samples were pretty interesting. Yeah, like the alien people and stuff. Yeah. yeah. Um, but I don't know. I thought this game was like... Uh, some kind of trash. I kind of hated it. <laughs> Ooh, <I like> it. <laughs> uh, <laughs> just going to well, com- come out and say it right off the bat. Why? We'll get into that. I All guess. right. Yeah. Well, I, I mean, was there anything else that people liked about it? Because I basically just liked the way it looked. And I don't that know. That was me too. Yeah. I liked the way it looked. I I appreciated the storytelling, how it went about it. No HUD. Just kind of very cinematic. I mean, yeah. I guess it was kind of an immersive experience in that way like it really is like you're playing a movie kind of mm-hmm. yeah it, it does he definitely succeeded in doing that yeah. and especially just in that time period if you put yourself in 1991 i'm sure if you apply context to it uh, like that um, yeah maybe that's it was well, probably you know I think, I, i'm sure it was very impressive i for think that, time. that putting it back then just maybe makes the the art more impressive i don't know that uh the gameplay is necessarily more impressive in that time because it is very, uh, it kind of feels like pitfall, but like worse. 
Uh, I'm going to come come right out and say I, like, by far played way less of this game than any of the other games we played for this show. Uh, it was because I couldn't, even, hard. I couldn't even play it. It was just like, the basic, it was impossible. The basic gameplay in this game is there's like a section and then you start it and then you live or you die. But if you die, you just start it over again. And um, press B to continue. So you basically just wait, what does it say when you die? That's it, it, what it says. Press yeah. B to continue. Yeah. And it's like a, uh, it's just, it's the most trial and error thing ever because there's no cues for what you should do. Um, and uh, yeah, I, I also played less of this game than the other games. I got past the first little area and then I found it, it took me like, took a long time a to long figure time out how to get past <laughs> that first, the area. first area. And then I got to the next area and it just kept doing it. And <laughs> I wound up watching the, the game and I was like, well, this is way better because the person, <laughs> the person playing it was like, they knew what to do. And it took uh, like 20 minutes to finish. I was like, this would be a pretty cool little short movie. Yeah. It's uh, the, um, the playthroughs on YouTube for this game are just about around 36 minutes, I think. Oh, okay. To actually finish it. Um, and I spent just about that much time like figuring out how to complete the first two screens in this game. Yeah. Uh, Cause you, it's just like, you're just doing the same thing over and over again. And you're like, what, and it's not what like, is going on and it's just not dying like necessarily, over and over. Sometimes it just doesn't feel like the game is listening to what you want it to do and you lose because of that. The or controls are very bad. Like the jumps are <laughs> weird. Like I I can understand that it's maybe like a puzzle you're playing through, but uh-huh. I just and I I would rather have not had to watch it all the way through, but I just could not I couldn't take it anymore. Yeah, that, Yeah, it's hard to Hard to tolerate playing this game. That was uh, my experience too. I did the <laughs> same thing. I I ended up having to um, watch a video just to like because I could not figure it out, and yeah. so I, I saw what to do, mm-hmm. and I still couldn't replicate it. And because get past the, it. it's like the, you're fighting with the game. Yeah, to play it. the controls like, you really are. How many nasty. how many times? Um, okay, well let's let's talk about you know what is the premise for this game? Okay, you're a guy and you're a scientist. Yep, you're and you. Yep. Uh, you get something on you. Yeah, you get what? Yeah. <laughs> you get something on you. It sends you somewhere. You, I, you're you, drinking soda and you get zapped, and yeah. then it sends you to the the nether world. He's like a physicist, and he's doing some kind of like particle acceleration during a thunderstorm. Okay, yep. And the lightning hits the particle accelerator, and it like warps him to another time and dimension. How could a physicist not plan around that? I don't know, man. You ever played Half Life? How did they not plan around that? Yeah. He ha- <laughs> he drove Ferrari. He doesn't care. He drove a Ferrari 288 GTO. Is that a Ferrari? Uh, I think so. Yeah, it says in the game, too. He's like, my Ferrari. Oh, <laughs> that's <laughs> real. <laughs> that's kind of no, weird. No, that's, that's a real car. Yeah. Because when I watched the video of the two guys talking about it, he was like, yeah, I loosely based the character on myself. <laughs> He's like, oh, oh yeah, yeah. that's cool. That's like what a real artist would do, you know? Yeah. Um. He felt very alone. In a fantasy world, I have a Ferrari. <laughs> yeah, so, yeah, the protagonist of this game, his name is Lester Knight Shaken. <laughs> Shaken. Uh, yeah, and he, he arrives at his... I'm just reading some of this plot synopsis I took up here. Uh, arrives at his high-tech underground laboratory in his Ferrari 288 GTO. During a thunderstorm, he's working on a particle accelerator, attempting to reconstruct what happened when the universe was born. Oh, yeah. Uh, 
A lightning bolt strikes the laboratory, causing an unforeseen particle fusion and an explosion, opening a hole in time space, teleporting Lester to a barren alien planet. And then you got to figure out how to get off the planet. You got your friend named Buddy, right? Who's Buddy? Buddy's the alien that looks like the other aliens, but is actually your friend. Yeah, it's, it doesn't really explain what's happening there. So the game, after you get transported to this weird, strange planet, kind of turns into Planet of the Apes or something, right? And you're like... Yeah, I could see that. It's, they, they look... The um, enemies in this game look kind of ape-like or like strange Like primitive primates. versions yeah. of humans. Yeah, exactly. And they're all wearing like the same suit and... They have uh, lasers. It's kind of like a Star Trek planet. Yeah, you could say that. Like you come down here and it's like they're all like... Uh, it's a prison... A yeah. prison planet. And it's kind of a cool, like, traditional sci-fi aesthetic, like uh, mountains, like an orange sky. and There's, like, leeches. Cliffs. There's, the leeches oh, are the first enemy. God! Tell me about those leeches. I died at least 15 times to those. Here's the funny thing about <laughs> it, okay? I played it, and I was jumping over them all the time. You could jump over them? I yeah. was kicking them. I didn't know there was a kick button. Oh. <laughs> it's the same button as the, the kick sprint is, button. Are you serious? It is, yeah. It's yeah. really cool. So uh, yeah, I couldn't I couldn't jump over them unless I was sprinting. So I would sprint in, and I'd be like, okay, I have to jump over all these guys. <laughs> so I would like jump a little too too late, and then it would flip over, and I'd see that death animation over and over. That again. sounds like a cool gaming experience. Like he like gets a scrape on his leg and dies. Yeah, it's yeah, like the, poison or something. The, That's how I the leeches. It. They have like a, a poisonous tooth mm, or like tooth. a poisonous yeah. beak or something, and they like they they kind of raise up and they slash your. Your knee opened, you so get a yeah. Cut, and then you just collapse and die. Until I watched the the video of it being played, I didn't know you could kick, and and it is the worst kick. I pressed yeah. all the buttons of any video game. Yeah, that's a good example of how the controls are so bad. The the attack button is the same button as sprint. Yeah, and what you just you can't you just have to stand still and press it, and he makes a little kick motion. Maybe uh, I don't know too much about the Amiga. Wasn't that just like a? I was thinking like maybe the controller only had two buttons or something. It but might I have been, don't yeah. think just a joystick and a button. I thought the Amiga was just a. Like a I thought it was a computer, PC. yeah. Okay, so here okay, so here we go. It has a joystick with two buttons on it. Okay. Two buttons. So that's that's not very fun. Um if you're playing like the SNES port and you have all four buttons, but you're still uh like limited to the re- yeah, restricted yeah. to using two buttons. Yeah. Very cool. And yeah, the kick is like just really slow and like low to the ground, just like just this weak little sad excuse for a kick. Not very, not very good defensive move. Um, so yeah, what else? What else? How far did you guys get in this game? I got past that first area and I got into the rope, and then I I started the next one. I was like, okay, yeah, <laughs> that's pretty much what I did. I got I, to the uh, the prison sequence, yeah. um, which is just impossible. You so you have to like pick up this laser gun right yeah. away, and then you're like trying to fight your way out shooting the laser and. I don't know, like the you're trying to shoot guys with a laser and the hit detection doesn't make any sense and you're just like getting hit and vaporizing all the time. It's it's and like you watch Star Wars also. Oh yeah. That's like basically what it is. It's, it's definitely like a Star Wars. Your sequence. character is moving and if you keep moving it just seems like the guys just miss you like the entire time. So it's like they're just lasers going left and right of your guy. Yeah. Uh yeah. So that wasn't that wasn't very fun. Um I don't know, Alex, did you get any farther than that? No, I only made it to the second <laughs> checkpoint too. It's yeah, just too hard. I somehow you're just supposed to know that you make a particle wall with your gun. Yeah. And then a super blast. He that was inspired by Dragon Ball. He said that. Oh really? Yeah. <laughs> Man, this guy <laughs> is some really attack. like uh yeah, he's just like drawing from some 
like really deep inspiration kinda, here to make this game. I think that the like the aesthetic and everything are really cool, and I think I think this is a situation where it being a video game takes away from it as a, a piece of something. Yeah, and uh, I think yeah. so too. It could have been like a cool like just like cart, like uh, story. Yeah, or maybe just like a, a pilot for a cartoon TV show or something. And you know, you know what I think about it though, and that when I think about it like that, where I'm like, well, this didn't have to be a video game. I liked watching it more than I liked playing it because yeah. it was like flowing like a real show. Yeah, it was like I realized like, wait, there's actually like nothing interesting going on here. Like, if this were a movie, I wouldn't watch it. Yeah, not really. Um, there, there was a publisher that um again they suggested that maybe it could be a point-and-click adventure, but he had put too much work in already, and he didn't want to change everything. But maybe it would have worked better. I think I would like that better. Uh, yeah, well, yeah, because I was thinking about how, like, you know, people even get frustrated with the gameplay in those games, you know, point-and-click mm-hmm. adventure games, and I think in a lot of those games, the gameplay is pretty frustrating. Like, there's a and lot of... trial and error Yeah, also. trial and error, like, searching for items and, like, trying to put them together and just using items on random stuff and just trying to figure out how any of this makes any sense and this game was just like like a minimalist version of that type of gameplay it was like basically. that but like even less convenient yeah it's just like uh just a terrible game to play um yeah i was on definitely on the game over screen like more than i was playing yep i think um and, and you started over the, every time and you start over inside the cage and you have <sighs> to swing back it takes and forth. so long to do anything in this game the new the reissue of the game there's checkpoints on like every screen so that's good, that's good. i'm yeah, surprised he would do that when he like thinks he made like this masterpiece yeah guy I, and i yeah also frustrating that it used i mean not that big of a deal for our situation but he was using the uh primitive um kind of code system for there's like a code for each level oh yeah yeah so i i don't think we really played enough of it for that to even matter but <laughs> well Another thing I thought of while I was playing it was the game we played a few weeks ago, SOS. I thought of SOS a lot while I was playing like, this game. Uh, because that also was kind of a cinematic game uh, that suffered as a video game because of it, because it was very trial and error, all at the expense of it. Or it being like a movie was at the expense of the gameplay, and um, yeah. you kind of were just throwing yourself at the game and hoping that you were doing the right thing. Yeah, but in SOS, like, I don't know. I, at least you had the opportunity to like kind of explore... And you weren't just dead the whole time, and like doing the same thing over and over again, like like you know. Yeah, it's it's kind of like if you think about it as an interactive movie, it's like not that interactive because you're just trying to figure out what the developer wanted you to do in each yeah. sequence. Yeah. Okay. Um. Let's get into some scores here. So, uh, <laughs> I or did, was there anything else anybody had to to say about it? That's about the gist. Of I it. mean, yeah. It's uh, it, people. Well, we'll talk about it here. So. Uh, IGN reviewed this game in 2008. They did like a late, oh. a late review for it, I guess. Like for a reissue seven, or something. 17 years late. It wasn't even a reissue. It was just like, we're just going to publish a review of this game. Uh, and Levi Buchanan reviewed it and gave it an 8.5 out of 10. Wow. And his, his byline was poetry in motion. Okay, that's exactly. So yeah. he, <laughs> he said that Out of This World is a landmark game for a host of reasons. From the 2D polygonal work to its excellent narrative, I think what strikes me most about the game, even today, is its ability to tell a compelling story without holding up flashing signs. Uh, without text or speech, you have to find the game's emotional core on your own, as well as solve its series of challenges. 
if you want to see a major influence in motion, hunt down a copy of uh, Another World. Uh, or if you want the Pierce experience, dust off an Amiga. The reward is worth the effort. Uh, no. I think that... I, I disagree. He is <laughs> pointing out the things that are like okay about the game and like they don't necessarily succeed all the time and what yeah. he's talking about but i i, I think don't know how you can overlook I, I, everything yeah. else about the game i think he has a good point about how it's telling I, I don't know if i agree that it's a compelling story but it is telling a story um through like visual cues yeah um without just like a bunch of text and i, I think a lot of games uh, back in those times were probably used text to tell their stories yeah um so i i think it's you know that's admirable um and I think, again, the visuals are really impressive. Um, but I, I pulled another review here, uh, also from IGN, because uh, they reviewed this. And then they re also reviewed the 20th Anniversary Edition, which they gave a 4 out of 10. Ooh, yeah. It's so different. Uh, yeah, so that review, because that 20th Anniversary Edition came out for... Uh, 2011, like, it had to be. Yeah, 2011. So um, uh, who wrote this? Colin Moriarty. He said that... Uh, I know there are people who are going to strongly disagree with this, but I'll come out and say it right off the bat. Another World is a bad game. It took me about five minutes to realize that Another World is best left in their fond memories. I honestly couldn't fathom recommending Another World to anyone. I could rattle, rattle off a hundred platformers with better controls uh, that you should play before you subject yourself to these terrible controls and uninspired platforming puzzles. I dare them to do that. Uh -huh. Try it. Yeah, just name try it. A game. Yeah, so name now, one game. Now we need to have... Mario? No way. <laughs> Mario's not good. The more important review scores of John, Alec, and Aiden on the Pixel Report. Yeah, this uh, the scores that really matter coming at you now from the Pixel Report. Yeah, uh, I give this game like a one point five <laughs> out of two out of ten. One point five out of two. That's a seventy five percent. That's yeah. uh, no, no. I'd give it like a one point five probably. Um, I liked it even less than SOS, which was uh, up until today the lowest rated game for me on the Pixel Report. Um, I just I didn't enjoy any part of it except maybe the introduction cinematic was kind of cool and like looking at it was okay the graphics were okay um but nothing about playing this game was was good and i absolutely could not imagine playing through the whole thing yeah i don't know how much somebody would have to pay me to to play yeah figure game. it out without watching it or anything. yeah like especially without guides um I, I understand that some people like this game and i don't really i don't really understand why especially if you're like playing it for the first time in 2017 um, yeah, I, I don't. I don't know. I just don't think it holds up at all. Alec, did you, before you give your score, did you have like a moment when you were playing this game this week, like I did when I first played SOS, and was like, did you feel bad for making us play oh, this? Oh Alec? no, I can't believe I made them play this. <laughs> no, no. I, <laughs> well, great. I felt good because. Oh, you felt good. Okay. Yeah. All right. It's a game that everyone should play. It's uh, <laughs> it's art. I it's art. I think poetry in motion. Yeah, it's poetry in motion. Okay, so what would you give it? 8.5 out of 10. I have to give Eric a little bit of credit for all the hard work he put in. Good job, uh, Eric. That's, that's, it, yeah. It looked, the intro cinematic looked cool. Uh, yeah, and, that's uh, what I just said about it. Yeah, <laughs> so it, I know that it influenced some pretty good games later yeah. down the road. Like I'm Sound sure there are a lot Hills. of games that, that draw inspiration from this one. Yeah. Um, but I think there was like a second wave of... Uh, like adventure games that were way better and more influential than this one. Yeah, it's it's cool. Coming out of like uh, it was Tim Schafer, whatever. A cool thing, but not a very good video game. So uh, I'd probably give it a three out of ten, probably. Ooh, three out of ten. Yeah, 
Okay. What'd you give SOS? I don't you remember. gave it like two sinking ships or something yeah. out of, out I don't eight. remember eight. what you gave it. Sinking <laughs> ships are different than just a regular number. Okay. Well, so everything's relative. Okay, so three out of ten. Yeah. I give it a one point five out of ten. Aiden, I got a one out of four for this game. All right, that's what I'm talking yeah, about. That's not too bad. You know, <laughs> you know, my my thing with this game is like, yes, it looks all right, but movies can look all right, and if this yeah. were a movie, I wouldn't watch it. Yeah, I don't mm-hmm. know. I'm also not like a huge sci-fi guy, but like, now people praise it for its story. I just don't think the story was even that interesting. It's like, yeah, it's pretty. I feel like you got to be. You got to feel pretty dull if you're like <laughs> wow this this is bringing some things to the table yeah i don't know i you know i only ever heard good things about it and so i was like Me too. kind of like, yeah that's that's kind of i was I glad know, to play i'm it, a little flabbergasted yeah, it was ahead was of crushed. its time in some aspects but it wasn't executed well and it shouldn't have been a game yeah it should have been like a <laughs> short movie that disappeared to time and left yeah, no impact not, not fun to play at all <laughs> Um, just, I, again, I can kind of understand why this might have been a cult classic. Yeah. Um, but it's just not not my kind of game at all. Well, Delphine is bankrupt now, so they won't be making any more. <laughs> so that's, that's stupid. Didn't make enough profits on re-releasing the game four they get, times. Yeah, where the, nope. are they getting royalties on that? I don't know. It's got to be something. Got to be getting something off of another world. Um, okay, so that's another world. We have a question of the week this week that's slightly related to it's actually very related to what we were just talking about yeah um think of that. What, what are some games uh whose graphics couldn't save them uh or i guess games who <laughs> might only be worth playing because they look cool or they look good we'll just go with that for yeah. a question anybody got anything aiden what did you think of? well i think that a game with graphics that couldn't save it would be another world yeah, yeah i'm gonna have to say another world, another world. that game I don't know. I gave it like a 1.5 out of 10. So. Yeah, I, I think it's a 1 out of 4 game. <laughs> no, yeah. I that, have some, that's definitely an example, though. I have sure. some trouble thinking about it. I, I can't think of a game that I like played it and I was like, wow, this game just looks awful. Like, Okay. I, I mean, I have a couple if you guys don't have any. Yeah, I'd like to hear what you have. Okay. I don't think you guys have played either of these. Um, but the first one I thought of was the game Cradle, um, which came out like two years ago, I think. Is that like an adventure game? It's kind of an adventure yeah. game, yeah. And it has like it's seriously one of the coolest looking games I've ever seen. It's kind of like if you took the movie A Fifth Element and put it into like rural Eastern Europe. Um it's like it's so it's like kind of cyberpunky but in a rural setting and like maybe a little bit of steampunk but not very much at all. It's just like kind of wacky in some ways. Yeah, I think um, I heard about that it's, game. It's like really, really awesome looking. Um but yeah, the gameplay uh, the main gameplay parts of the game are kind of like these puzzles where you're taking boxes and like shooting them into a thing. It, I don't know. Oh, okay. I don't know how to describe it. But the gameplay wasn't really fun. Um, they were trying to like add. It, it just felt like they were tacking on this kind of like puzzle solving thing to it that just didn't fit with the rest of the game. Yeah, maybe like they built um, the world first and then. Yeah, it, and like the world building in that game was really awesome too. Like this room you start out in, um, it's like your hut or whatever, kind of in the middle of this huge field. And they're just, like, papers all over the floor. And you can pick up and read, like, every single paper that's on the floor. And there are just tons of them. It's, like, newspaper clippings and, like, all this crazy stuff. Wow. Um, it was really, really impressive. And, yeah, it just looked amazing. Just, like, an amazing-looking game. I was actually thinking about it today, and I kind of want to go back and finish it now that I was thinking about it again. But I just didn't like the gameplay very much. I don't know. Did, 
that's that's my that was my example. Yeah. What about you guys? Anything else, Alec? You got one? Mm. What do you got, Al? I don't know if this. I don't know if it was groundbreaking or not, but like when the PlayStation Four was first announced and they uh, knack that game. Oh, yeah. <laughs> was, yeah. was that a good looking game? I don't it know. Was a good looking uh, game. Layer was a, a lot of launch titles are like that. There was that so uh, show off the power of the PlayStation. Yeah. There was that like hack and slash game for the uh, Xbox One, I think, which was like a like a it was set in Rome and you played oh, as a um, dude. Oh, I know what you're talking about. You played as this white dude. Rise. Yeah, yeah. That game didn't look good. It's a bad game. It looked <laughs> really good. Like the graphics were really good. Yeah. I don't know. I was trying to think of games that were like older, but it's hard to think of. Maybe yeah. Dragon's Lair. Dragon's Lair. Yeah. That, that influenced. That was in Stranger Things too. It influenced um, um, another world too. Yeah. Anyway, those <laughs> are some games that look good, good, but don't play good. Um, so yeah, next week uh, I picked the game um, Vampire: The Masquerade Bloodlines. Oh yeah, which I've never played, mm-hmm. and I've always wanted to try it, and it's very cool looking. Um, so yeah, that's that's about it for us. Uh, thanks for listening. We're at Facebook.com/slash/ThePixelReport. If you want to uh, email us, PixelReportMail at gmail.com. Uh, and from beautiful down, uh, nope, <laughs> you're listening to WXRWLP Milwaukee. To hear past episodes, go to riverwestradio.com and click the Pixel Report. Thanks for tuning in.